with a <clears throat> the nugget this morning. The higher our resistance and disobedience to the word, the higher our resistance and disobedience to the word, the lower the operational power of God is in our lives. The higher our resistance and disobedience to the word, the lower the operational power of God is in our lives. And that was from uh, Reinhard Bonnke. And uh, he has uh, passed into heaven on uh, December 6th. And that was the same year that he, oh, December 6th is when he started uh, Christ for the Nations and going out to Africa. And so on the 7th, they're celebrate, he was celebrating newness of life. So praise God. Okay. Uh, the lower the operational power of God is in one's life. The lower the operational power of God is in one's life. Okay. So Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we look to your word this morning. Thank you, Lord, that we will be energized, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that you'll open our eyes to greater revelation, Father God, to each and every one of us, Father God, as the word goes forth this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we've been looking at a couple of scriptures. We'll look at them again. That's Isaiah chapter 58, verses 5 and 6. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou, wilt thou call this a fast, an acceptable day of the Lord? Is this the fast that I have chosen? To loosen the bands of wickedness and to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free, that ye break every yoke. Glory to God. Then, once again, in Isaiah chapter 54, verses 2 and 3, Enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains of thy inhabitation. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords. Strengthen the stakes. For thou shalt break on the right hand and on the left. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Glory to God. That was what we were shooting for, glory to God, through our fast, and we just kind of bring it around. Our fast was to uh, initially jumpstart and awaken our spiritual man by entering the spiritual realm, glory to God, by faith through denying of our natural man's control. So we, when we go on a fast, you kind of, natural man is put down, okay? Um, and by doing so, we can accomplish the will of God this year like never before when you go into the Spirit. One needs only to be totally committed in your fast and prayer in order to be successful. I believe that uh, there are go you're going to be hearing great and mighty things uh, since you have fasted. Some of you are continuing to fast, and you'll see things open up into greater uh, revelations for you. Um, A fast is a day or days of opportunity 
when we are in the realm of the Spirit, we, we become empowered to fix or improve things according to Isaiah 58, 5 and 6. And, uh, pardon me, there are great opportunities for victory this year as you pray and fast and yield to the Spirit of God. So, some of you are, are going to continue to do things like that. You're going to fast on your own and you're going to do a lot of good work. Amen. Uh, as noted before, the number 20 speaks of a full, uh, t- number 20 speaks of a time of fulfillment. It is connected to a perfect period of waiting with great expectation. I can't even get the word out now. But you know what I'm talking about. They're expecting it. Uh, They're being freed, being rewarded generously and fully by God because of your fasting and praying. Uh, Know this, it's God's response to your prayer and fasting that was promoted by faith that these things, that breaking of the wickedness and so forth, it's set free. People are set free. It's God's response to your prayer and fasting. So you do have something to say. Glory to God. So some of you need to jump up and down. Okay, now I want, I would love for, for us to go to the book of Ezra. Ezra chapter 8. We kind of mentioned this uh, a few times, but we're just going to go over it. That's Ezra chapter 8. And we will look at verse Let's start with verse 21. Ezra 8, 21. Then I proclaimed a fast at the river Ahaba that we might afflict ourselves before God to seek him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substances. Glory to God. So they, they were fasting. Glory to God. Go down to verse 23. So we fasted and besought the Lord our God for this. And he was entreated of us. Or in other words, he heard, heard your, their cry and he fulfilled that which he asked. Then I want you to drop down all the way down to verse 31. And when we departed from the river Hava on the twelfth day of the first month to go up to Jews, unto Jerusalem, and, and the hand of the Lord and the hand of our God was upon us, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy in such a way, in such as we lay in wait by the way. So their fast proved good. They had a free, you could say free sailing. The enemy was vanquished. Know that you're praying and fasting for, for yourself or other individuals or circumstances. You prayed, you believe, it's going to take place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. They prayed, they fasted, they believed, and of course, it doesn't say it there, but they praised it also. Uh, They were entreated. They received their victory. That's what each and every one of us is going to see uh, our prayer and fasting uh, bring forth. We also know that the number 20 also symbolizes a positive and optimistic attitude. 2020, we said it was going to be a great year. So with that, 2020 thought, let's go back up one full book. 
from Ezra, you go back to, you'll find 2 Chronicles, and find 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. You know, we also say that uh, 2020 means good vision, and we will also have spiritual vision this year. You just look, look for it, and, and you're going to see things open up to you, and you're going to be able to uh, discern and bring good things about and just move the devil aside. Glory to God. Okay, you found Second Chronicles chapter 20. I, wanted, I want us to also go to verse 20. We'll read the whole thing, but it's the last part that we want to look at. And they rose early in the morning. That's Second Chronicles 20, 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And they went forth, uh, as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Here's what we want to look at. Believe in the Lord your God, and ye shall be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall be prosper. Glory to God. That's 2020. Believe, you shall receive. You'll be established. Take hold of that. Take, you, know, you may say, well, it's a little bit out of context, but it's a 2020 for me. It's established for you. You can be established. Oh, glory to God. And you shall what? Prosper. Being established and being prosperous is good. It's God's word. Amen. But I also like uh, verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that they should praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And as they began to sing and praise the Lord, uh, uh, sing and praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Glory to God. So what we need to do is start praising God for what we have fasted and prayed for. Just think, I thank you, Lord. Such and such has taken place. I praise you. I, you know, that's got to be done. Uh, 20, this verse 21 should give us the incentive to thank God and praise him for the results that will take place, glory to God, because of praying and fasting. Um, the enemy is defeated. The bands of wickedness are broken. Heavy burdens are undone. The oppressed go free, and ye break every yoke. Who accomplishes this? You do, because you've prayed and fasted. You have pressed in, glory to God. You've prayed and fasted. And you have a reason to celebrate. Like no celebration out there. You need. You have a reason to celebrate. You prayed and fasted. You're gonna. There's gonna be joy in your heart, joy in your house, joy at your job, joy for whoever you prayed for. They are. They are set free. You can be out there dancing in the streets. Not in the, well. You could dance in the streets just like Hezekiah Walker did in South Point, 
if you watched that video this morning. So you need to celebrate. We need to give thanks and praise to God for the great things that will be coming forth because of your prayer and fasting. You know, we shouldn't mope around. Oh, yeah, I prayed, I fasted, and ah, I'm still waiting. And oh. Hey, you need to start rejoicing. You got into the Spirit of God, with the Spirit of God, to move things. Glory to God. So, unfortunately, most of the individuals are more readily to pray. Oh, we can say, you know, I can say, let's pray, and you know, heads, go, heads bowed, and they start praying. But if, if I say, let's praise and give thanks, it's quiet out there. You hear that? I said, let's pray, praise the Lord. Well, that's what you need. You need to be, you need to come alive, not just, don't be a frozen asset. He says, we need to praise God. I mean, if I said, you know, let's pray, you know, heads go bow down, you know, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Father. But you say, let's praise and give thanks. <laughs> it's hard to come out. Try it with, with your friends. Let's pray. And they'll bow their head. Okay, now let's praise the Lord. You know, it's, it's hard for people to praise the Lord. We need to praise him. It's awkward. Because nobody, nobody wants to do that because they'll be pointed out as a fanatic. Oh, are you a fanatic out there yet? So, don't let thanksgiving and praise slip by for it's very important unto the Lord, okay? So, with that mind and uh, that thought in mind, let's go to the book of Luke. Find the book of Luke in chapter 17. That's Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17, and we will begin with verse 11. Luke 17, 11. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were leopards, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show thyself unto thy priest. And it came to pass as, pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Glory to God. And one of them, when he saw that he was cleansed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are, not, there are not found that return to give God glory, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. He's not, the other ones were cleansed. There were no more uh, leprosy on them, but anything that was missing because of leprosy had hit him, it was still missing. But when this guy came back, he was cleansed. He praised God and God says, you are now whole. And everything that was missing came back. 
So some of us need to start praising God because he's going to give us things that maybe the enemy took away. He's going to give it back to us. You'll be whole. We'll be whole. Glory to God. The ten, of the ten lepers, only one showed gratitude. We should truly be thankful for what Jesus has done for us and to us. Glory to God. What do you think the percentage of Christians today that are really thankful for God, for what he has done for them and through them. How many people are thankful? We say, yes, yeah, but we don't, we're not praising him for it. We don't go, hey, did you know that you know, I was blessed and so forth? You know, we just kind of keep it under wraps. Jesus said, I want you to praise. Give me praise. Glory to God. The problem of the nine lepers was that they didn't choose to give thanks to the gift giver. Now we're going to see a lot of, you're going to see a lot of miracles take place. You're going to see things turned around because of your fasting and praying and you're sticking to it, but you need to start praising God for it. You say, well, I haven't seen it. It's not happening yet. Start praising God. When do you expect it? When is faith how does faith operate? In the now. So we need to start praising God now that these people are, are, uh, are set free. The bondages are broken. The, the wickedness is gone. The devil is flee, has gone from them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Being thankful takes or gives you another step into the spiritual realm. Being thankful will give you another step into the spiritual room. Uh, you're not happy just be, uh, you're, you're not just happy. You are filled with thankfulness to the giver. And the Lord's our giver. Jesus teaches that true faith is totally grateful and thankful to God. True faith is grateful and thankful to God. Now, you can, we can say, well, I have faith. But are you thankful and grateful for God? We don't usually think about that. We increase in faith, but do we thank God for it? Well, you know, so-and-so is a lot better, or, you know, or I'm better. We, get that. We, we need to start thanking God for what he's given us. You know, some of the uh, worst scenarios... God turns around. We just can't mope and cry about it. We need to thank God. Amen. Okay. There must be a willingness to give unselfish, unselfishly praise and thanksgiving to God. The lame man at the, at the temple door Peter and John comes walking by and they touched him. They lifted him up. How did he enter into the congregation? Did they know this man? He came in walking and leaping and quiet as a mouse. No. He came 
walking, leaping, and praising God. Oh, glory to God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hmm. Okay. Psalms 107. Let's go to Psalms 107. We'll look at this. Psalms 107. In Psalms 107. Uh, the leading headline for this book in my Bible says, The Lord's Goodness to Men. Psalms 107, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Glory to God, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. We need to get, we get, it says we need to give thanks. And we need to say so. That's speaking out. That's, that's crying out. That's praising out. Glory to God. That's with a strong voice. You know, just this chapter, 107, there, it gives 15 reasons to give thanks. And I'm just going to give them real quick like this. One, God is good, verse 1. His mercy endures forever, verses 1 and 2. Three, his redemption is from the, from the enemy, verse 2. He gathers, uh, his gathering of his people, verse 3. He delivers from stress, verses 6 and 19. Number six, his leading way, verse 7. Number seven, his goodness and wonderful works are in, found in verse 8, 15, 21, and 31. Number eight, his soul-saving power, verse 9. Number nine, salvation from distress, verse 13 and 28. Number 10, deliverance from darkness and the shadow of death, verse 14. Number 11, liberation from bondage, verses 14 and 16. Bodily healing, verse 20. Uh, Number 13, deliverance from destruction, verse 20. Number 14, deliverance from storms, verses 29 and 30. And 15, a lot of people want this more than anything else. Material prosperity, verses 33 through 38. Those are 15 reasons we need to give thanks to God. Not just the last one. Most people just, oh, I want the last one. But we need them all. We need them all. Give praise unto them. So, returning to Luke 15. And returning to Luke 15. Uh, pardon me. Luke 17. Looking at verse... That's Luke 17, verse 15. And one of them, when he when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God. And he gave thanks. We should, should, we should be truly thankful for what Jesus has, has done for us and is doing for others. Glory to God. 
No one who has called upon the Lord for help has called in vain. He hears it, and they, re, they, they are entreated, or they're, they've given the victory. It is, only when we, it is only when we definitely come to the Lord and thank Him for all that He has done that we will receive His word of, of assurance. What did he say here? He said, Arise, verse 19, and he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, for thy faith has made thee whole. That's an assurance. You and I have the opportunity, glory to God, to show more gratitude and a proper perspective for what we have, what he, what we have accomplished through the fast. Through fasting and prayers, you should have learned to stay focused on the positive and how to invite God into every area of your life. This is what we learn or should be learning through fasting and prayer. Anything worth having and going after takes prayer and fasting. There's other ways, but we're speaking of prayer and fasting mainly. And you have to have a strong commitment to attain the goal or goals that, are, that you have set before yourself. And be willing to give all praise and thanksgiving for the answer or answers. Glory to God. So this year, we're getting out real early this time. This year, be adventurous. Take every opportunity to stomp on the devil. Because God is with you. And how did you stomp on the devil? Through fasting and prayer. It's you that tore down the strongholds. It's you that set the captives free. You, through the power of God, operating through you. Amen. Glory to God. Okay. We said we'd start quiz time. Get ready. In the book of Daniel, the fifth chapter. In the book of Daniel, the fifth chapter, King Belshazzar held a banquet feast. What happened on the walls of the king's palace? Some of you already know, but this is the fifth chapter of Daniel. Why did it, or what caused this to happen? Third, what was the message and verdict presented to King Belshazzar? Okay, I'll go, go through this again one more time. The quiz time. In the book of Daniel, fifth chapter, King Belshazzar held a banqueting feast. What happened on the wall of the king's palace? What caused this to happen? And what was the message and verdict presented to King Belshazzar? Amen. This should be an easy one, the fifth chapter. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We can all stand. Boy, the wife is going to see that. That's terrible. Days of Opportunity is your title. Days of Opportunity. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we are in this new year, Father God. And before us, Father God, there are opportunities to be successful, to be victorious, 
to stomp on the devil, Father God, and, and bring freedom, Father God, to, to those, Father God, that are handicapped, Father God, that are in change and in bondage, Father God, to the enemy. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you've given us the privilege, Father God, to set them free. So, Father God, as we go our separate ways, we thank you, Lord, that uh, we are the blessed, Father God, and I thank you, Lord, that whom we come in contact, Father God, will be blessed, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.